1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stuart Pearl. It's Miller. Man, look, I've been so disappointed in wrestling, bro, that uh, it's been kind of rough. Sorry. But how was your week, sir? You know. It was all right. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, mine's too. I had a pretty good week. Uh, there's some rough moments in there. I had to check a couple people, you know, in a nice way. You know what I mean, man? You know, shit. Professionally check. Professionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, there's always a way to check somebody in a professional manner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't allow yourself to uh, lose it because, you know, that puts extra stress on me and I, ain't, I can't do that, you know. But uh, other than that, too, right? weekend was pretty good. Not long enough, but you know I'm going on vacation, so it won't be no podcast next week. I'm ready for Wednesday. Yeah. I'll be at Dynamite. Dynamite! Oh, fuck yeah! Man, look, I gotta cancel this wedding, yo. No! Because I need to be at All Out. Is there a way that I can... I could probably fly and then fly back. Just in time for the wedding. Damn, I should think about that. Anyway. Um... Do you have a match to watch for, sir? Uh, yes, actually I do. Um, <clears throat> my match to watch for um, is actually going to be the Lucha Bros going up against um, Jurassic Express. It was just a great match. Um, as far as the story, what I liked the most was the fact that you really didn't know storyline-wise who would win. Mm-hmm. And I say that because... Jurassic Express has legit beef with the Young Bucks and would have could have beat them for the uh, tag team championships without all the shenanigans. And then also you have the Lucha Bros who this will be the third is this the third time that they faced them as far as any kind of um, gimmick match per se. Yeah. So this is kind of the the trifecta so to speak because mm-hmm. remember they had their uh, ladder match at last year's. Which was insane. So, it makes sense for the Lucha Bros to win. Um, and I also think this will be how um, Andrade's group gets introduced. I don't... Unless... See, it's so up in the air. I know everybody says all they're the gonna time... They're going to turn on Pac. That they're going to turn on Pac, but I can't Pac. see that. I, don't, I think Pac. it's too obvious. I think that's the obvious thing, and they're not going to go the obvious way. They keep selling merch. They're mm-hmm. over. 
as faces, and I don't think there's a reason what if, to. What if they all join them? That would be crazy. What if what if, if Pack had to join them because the stipulation is you're gonna be a part of my group. If it got to that like, point, that'd like be dope. we 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 gotta have a match, and if I beat you, now you guys are a part of me, and then they Slowly. just they just do what WWE did because it'll still work. They just do what WWE did. Remember, Jay didn't want to be a part of that. Jimmy didn't want to be a part of that, but then they just fell in line. True. I just I, I'm I'm fairly certain that it's gonna be. Two of the guys that Tony's wanted from AAA that are yeah. going to come up. I'm, and plus, Andrade has a group in AAA already. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that all of this is leading to them costing um, the Lucha Bros a championship. And then somehow, Andrade introduces his team. Or it could happen during the Pac match. But somehow it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, this, this, this Lucha Bros and Young Isn't this the... Didn't they face each other at the first All Out? No, because remember at... No, no, no. Well, All Out, yeah. If you're talking about All In... All In, All yes. In, it was Penta versus yeah. uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah. And Ray Phoenix was part of the uh, main event six-man mm-hmm. tag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. All but then all, all Out was when they first had the ladder match, and that ladder yeah, match yeah. was nuts. Remember the mm-hmm. Canadian Destroyer? That's what it was. The there was. There was the second one. Yeah, it was All Out. That's the so one. the trifecta. Or was it double or nothing? No, it they, might have been I double or nothing. I think they had a match at double or nothing. I'm not, to I think it was the, it was the second pay per view. I thought so. It might have been double or nothing. Yeah, because we didn't go to that because it was in Las Vegas. You're right. It was double or nothing. Yeah. See, I knew I knew I see, they had they, they had, had the ladder on. match. Yeah. They had the double that or match nothing. was fucking crazy. Yeah. Double or nothing uh, match, the ladder match, and this will be the third encounter, and that's the rubber match, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, yeah, that's my match to watch for Lucha Bros um, versus Jurassic Express from, uh, I'm going to say Revenge, Jesus, Mm -hmm. Rampage. (laughs) This is Rampage. I don't know why that shit gets stuck in my head. It it just works for me. Um, News and rumors? Um, Ruby Soho or Ruby Riot, as she was once known, is rumored to be debuting at All, um, All Out this coming up weekend. So she probably will be part of that battle royal. If not the battle royal, um, then I can see her showing up and, um, as some part of the Britt Baker match. Mm-hmm. Maybe afterwards, like who is that? In the oh, WWE fucking up. Cause like yo, cause like <laughs> now these are people who could wrestle. Like to me, yeah. these yeah. are people that could really go and have personalities, and they like it's less work if you're a booker. To be honest, because these people promote themselves, and that's okay. Because, That's how you get people to watch. Because Mercedes Martinez is still it's out still there. still out there, yeah. So th- this battle world could be dope, man. Jeez. Um, speaking of debuts, the rumor is that at first the debut of Brian Danielson was going to be um, at the um, New York shows at the uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Mm-hmm. However, because all the variance issues and whatnot and uncertainty... Um, he doesn't want to take a chance of not being able to um, debut Brian Danielson in front of fans. So, it's said that at All Out, we probably get his debut as well. Fuck yes. So, that's going to be insane. This, this is going to be a big a big weekend, a big Sunday. Game Changer Sunday, maybe. Fuck 
Yeah, I man. Can't even watch it. It's gonna be crazy. Which, by the way, um, pause. If you do, you still do that, or you have to do that. I guess not. Whatever. But anyway, um, yo, CM Punk look Jack. I mean, did you see him in his like the after? He's gonna be on tonight's episode of Hills. Bro, gotta watch it. When he was in Milwaukee, well, that was filmed ahead of time. When he was in Milwaukee and he was just standing in the ring with Christian and them, mm-hmm. he, dude, he looked. So, I was like, yo, what? dude, been lifting for real. Like yeah. when he gets in there with Darby, you're gonna see the difference. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's so much bulked up as he's more like toned up and like, yeah, he looked like, yeah, he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. Um, speaking of looking good, last night. Um, w- NWA had Empower, which was the all women's show that was, uh, I'm gonna say Nikki Alves. Awesome Kong. Yes. Um, that was produced, uh, by Mickey James. It was really, really good. I recommend everybody check it out. Um, the main event was Camille defending the women's championship, um, uh, against AEW's, um, oh man. I, I, like, forgot her name that quick. Um... Damn, it makes me want to make you... <laughs> I, like, drew a blank on her name. Anyway, she she defended her championship. I'm going to get her name in, like, two seconds because it's going to bug me if I don't. But um, she defended the championship. Um, there was new tag team champions crowned with the Hex. Um, awesome Kong, like you said, retired, which I saw coming just because everybody kind of knew. Once she left um, AEW, everybody was kind of like, hmm... And she didn't really do much. That was part of what was going on is that um, she can't compete on the same level as she used to, you know. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people weren't able to see, you know, what she could do um, in the ring-wise. I was a big fan, definitely. Yeah, because WWE fucked that over when she got pregnant. Right. They, I would have kept her. Like, what do you need to be happy? Yeah. What would you like? What works for you? Yeah. Yeah. Layla Hirsch. Jesus. Yeah. So it was Layla Hirsch. She had a really dope match. And the thing about uh, I wanted to point out about Layla was that in her match, like, she made you forget the difference in height. And, like, she displayed, like, her power. Like, mm-hmm. I like that the forbidden door, quote-unquote, is open because you get these kind of matchups that, no, she didn't win, but you see that, that character development. You see the learning in the ring, that type of thing. And you can't... I get that WWE has an edict out, which is going to be my next part, um, about indie talent, etc. But I feel like the indies are necessary because you learn things that you're not going to learn in the Performance Center, or even in front of the NXT Performance center S crowd. Right. It's just different, a different environment. And I think... I know they're going character-driven and all that, which had a lot to do with Karrion Cross's stupid mask and weird Dungeon Masker BDSM attire, but whatever. Um, that was on, on Raw, but it's yeah. like, it just doesn't work, man. He's got to understand that the old way is not, but it is what it is. But anyway, yeah. um, if you do get a chance, check out Empower. And then tonight is the NWA 73rd anniversary, which is headlined by uh, Nick Aldis defending the NWA championship against Trevor Murdoch. And then um, Ric Flair is going to appear. So that's going to be pretty dope. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other match was. That Oh, Mickey James is going against Kylie Ray. That's going to be a dope-ass match. Hmm. So check that out. Um, I think that's it for News and Rumors. Unless there's something I'm missing that you could think of. Uh, oh, 
Uh, Paige tweeted that um, it's not over. Or I'm not done yet. So yeah, she could end up coming back. That would be interesting. Yep. The new NXT forever. logo sucks. Yeah, it it's... looks like in living color. In living color, you can yeah, do yeah. what you wanna do. I don't know why. In living color. I like the black and gold brand. I mean, but it's a rebranding. It's not the same. It's not going to be the same. Maybe, um, but you know what? I'm going to give it its opportunity because it's going to be interesting to see how Triple H develops the new talent that they're bringing in. It's going to be interesting because like now, you know, obviously they're going to be bringing in people that they feel like coming in, having a tryout, trying them out, developing them, developing characters, and see what happens. I mean, they did a pretty good job with uh, with Patrick, so, Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Um, I just don't think, my, my issue is that, and I, I just, you know, edicts change. And, you know, it's not like they don't already have a lot of indie talent still. That was the main thing. They had yeah. a lot of guys down there at the Oh, that's the rumor. That you didn't mention is that they're not gonna sign Andy Tatum anymore. Vince McMahon wants Adam Cole. Oh yeah, that's the rumor. Yes, yeah, he might want him. I don't know if he's gonna get him at this point. If it hasn't happened yet, because I was thinking maybe Friday, but then unless they got something, Friday. unless they got something big planned. Yeah, but you know, in the end of the day, they can't have something big planned where he attacks Finn Balor or something like that. Right. Nah, nah. It's got to be significant. Yeah. But what I was gonna say was I don't know, man. I mean, he's in a he's in a great position. Yeah. I don't think there's a wrong answer to anything, mm-hmm. and I think um, TK is a good enough guy. Tony Khan's a good enough guy to say the same thing. Like if there's an offer that WWE gives him, I don't think he's the type of guy who's gonna be like, man, you need to be with your friends and don't think about. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be. It's gonna be yeah. like, hey, man, I can't I can't match that. If yeah. you want to. Dope, but you gotta do what you gotta do. No hard yeah, feelings. Yeah. I mean, Tony Khan, um, his only thing could just be, yo, if you want to help us build this to being a global brand, right? Come here. Come here. Yeah. But if they're giving you WrestleMania, no, I can't give you WrestleMania. I don't got no, that. no. Not so yet. If they're giving you that run with that, bro, and then talk to us, you know, if you. But feel I think like they at one point they want to they want to get there. Oh yeah. It takes time, yeah. but I think All Out could be that. Look at it already. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. Fucking Game Changer Wrestling is going to have their war games, which if any promotion is going to do war games, and it's Game Changer Wrestling with the light tubes and barbed wire insanity, that's the fucking war games I want to see. And that's going to be out here because All Out is out here. Especially then, if Chicago end up getting that new stadium in Arlington. If they end up winning that bid and getting that stadium built. Um, which, you know, that will be a, another conversation another day but I was thinking about this Chicago put themselves the city of Chicago oh yeah put themselves in this predicament because you shouldn't have never made Soldier Field a national land I mean a, a landmark yeah because you can't change anything and do anything and you can't make the proper because the proper changes yeah that you need to keep a team there to match what's going on in all these other new stadiums right. that are getting built, SoFi, right. uh, Mercedes-Benz, um, obviously Dallas started the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, even Ford Field or what's the other one I'm thinking of? Somebody else had built one. Oh yeah, Miami. 
I mean, even when I go to the, when I visit my parents, Arizona, to, right? Yeah. When I visit my parents, um, I'm like, wow. That's why they have Super Bowls there. Yeah. But they have every game there, and you're like, yeah. this is nuts. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, New York. Yeah. With their stadium, they was able to host the Super Bowl. Chicago could host the Super Bowl. Yeah. Have a stadium like that. Yeah. Remember when they were actually going to build it in Aurora at one point? Remember there was talk yeah. of across the street from the mall? Yep. For those that don't know, that used to not, mm-hmm. not be anything. Now it's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Used to just be fields. And the T-Mobile Arena, wherever it's called, or it's next to the T-Mobile Arena. The one yeah. where the Raiders is at. Mm-hmm. See, look at this. Like Everybody getting these Everybody's getting there and we're still waiting. We'll yeah. get there. Right. But anyway, um, you're raw, sir. My raw for uh, this week. I feel like you a little bit because I felt like it was down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could just go with your master watch for it. <laughs> no, no, that's what I was gonna say. But if I had to go with any raw, it would definitely be um, the Lucha Bros and and Jurassic uh, Express, just because. Also, I like the layered storyline with it. Because it, it, it's kind of that emphasis on records and the story and, and continuity where, um, as far as, you know what, that could be my raw. Story-wise, Dynamite was, I thought, very good at advancing stories. Um, even even with how the Jericho and MJF thing turned out where Jericho's like, look, I'll put my career on the line. I don't think Jericho loses that match. I think he finally gets the W. But it's just the one W he's going to get. Yeah. Or there'll be something weird that'll happen. But I don't see him losing his career. Um, yeah, not unless, he, not unless he wants to. Not unless not he unless, wants to and then yeah. just, like, doing something. But as far as that match, I thought out of all the TV wrestling I watched, that match was, was one of the best. Um, and it just kind of solidified for me. I know it's an argument me and you have had and probably things have changed with the releases. Yeah. But... I just feel like AEW with tag teams is just different because mm-hmm. it matters and yeah. it's consistent and there's actually stories behind it. So it's not always a focus of, oh, it's just the tag team champions and whoever's challenging yeah, them. Yeah. That's all that matters. No, we have all these other teams trying to get there. And you know what's crazy in that? Because Dynamite is only a two-hour show. Yeah. Rampage is only an hour show. Um, and they do a great job and advancing and creating storyline for everything. Whether that's just singles matches, that's tag team matches, everything has a story behind it, and it all starts with the ranking. That's really where it all starts at. Because, like, now when somebody does challenge, it doesn't, like, we talked about that a few weeks ago, when Red Velvet actually challenged Britt Baker for the AEW Women's title, and you thinking like, where the fuck is this coming from? But then she was on a seven-match winning streak. She hadn't lost, and she built up all these wins. So then now you're like, oh okay, I can get behind this. And oh by the way, now they have a storyline built mm-hmm. because of it. I'm like, that simple, that easy. When all else fails, they can always go back to their rankings. It ain't a motherfucking challenging for no reason, and we don't know where the fuck it's coming from. Right. Um, which, by the way, my Raw isn't so much Finn Balor challenging 
Roman Reigns and his promo and everything and, and letting it be known, like, man, fuck that. I'm not even going to wait to the next pay-per-view. I want your ass next week because I'm tired of motherfuckers trying to jump on, over me. I want your ass next. Uh, which I think was a pretty good promo, but I like. This is why it was my Raw. I like that they still keeping that thing there between him and John Cena. Yeah. He mentions it. Um, I'm going to get back to that at some point. Which is smart. Because now you got so many angles that you can go with. Now you can set up your next match uh, when John Cena returns. And that can be John Cena versus Finn Balor. Will they have the Universal title um, involved in it? Who knows? Maybe Finn actually be the one to take the title off of Roman. And then when... When... Uh, when John Cena returns again, maybe that's how John Cena becomes breaks the record. I don't know if he's really interested in breaking the record. WWE made me more interested in well, him. I was gonna say in him breaking it than he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I feel like, oh shit, they keeping the story going and alive. They've actually this is a long term booking. This is something. That now when it happens, we're not going to be shocked as to why John Cena versus Finn Balor is going to happen at whatever point. Whenever John Cena comes back. Finn is always going to remember, motherfucker, you snaked me and you took my title shot. Because Roman had no interest in wrestling you. So, we'll see. And maybe we'll get a different John Cena too. Who knows? We don't know. I I, I wrestle with this because, like, do we go back to the Doctor of Thugonomics? Does he go back there? Or does he just give us a whole new Cena? You know, if he turns heel. Or do we just keep the same Cena? He doesn't have to change, remember? No. I like this shirt, too. It's just, to me, I think it was a waste of merchandising. They should have did that when he returned. Because, mm. like, why the fuck would I buy this Cena shirt, this green one, and then come back and buy... The next one. Yeah. And he was only going to be there that night and then gone. <laughs> Shit. But anyway, uh, what was your bad? My bad was, I thought the wrestling on Dynamite, as far as the card, wasn't great for following up on everything that happened the prior week as far as Rampage. Keeping the momentum going. And keeping the momentum going. I thought it could have been a better card. I know they were affected by um, one of the guys in 2.0. His uh, wife had a baby. So I know they got affected by that. And then they end up not using Gangrel to make a save because of Edge's um, entrance, which I was like, who cares? But... Because Edge had the entrance and used the whole... Yeah, yeah. Which um, was dope. Like, but he just... still ended up paying Gangrel for the appearance fee. But he was like, we're just not going to do it because the aesthetics look bad, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Which I could get. I don't think it matters. Like, I wouldn't have gave a shit. Yeah. But I could understand from his perspective, trying to distance yourself from WWE, you probably wouldn't want to do it right after they did it because it, then it looks like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people are stupid. Not mm-hmm. because it, it's bad. Um... But yeah, I just thought um, the wrestling, as far as the card, could have been a lot better. Um, but again, who knows what talent was available, all that. 
Um, I just didn't like that it was the, the how they followed up on all the momentum. Or la- I didn't like that they followed up with that. They should have carried on the momentum. You say my Uh-oh. happy Corbin. He's because like yo, you're rubbing the bridge of your nose. I usually know what that means when you're doing that. Like, oh man. Because okay, he went to Vegas. And he got on a win streak. He won that much money though. To where he was down in the dumps, and now I'm just like. No, it's just a better story you could have written. That's why it was my bad. It ain't necessarily ugly. Because obviously, uh, I knew this was going to happen at some point because I knew about the, um, what you call it, the licensing mm-hmm. of, you know, of the name and everything. So we knew at some point Corbin was going to get out the dumps. Yeah. But this seems so fucking abrupt. And maybe it's because it... It was it was getting so bad, but I felt like they didn't. The reason why it was bad because the story was just bad. Mm-hmm. How he became broke, and then how did he get this money? Yeah, I mean, and this is the thing. This is why it's it's trash. This is why it's horrible. It's why it's bad because it's how we're getting there. Is what makes it bad. The, the whole story just... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. Yeah, look. It upsets me to even think about. Because I'm just like, oh, fuck. See, now I feel sorry for Corbin. Because it's like, yo. They just can't do right by you. They just can't. And I told you. We we actually gave WWE a ready-made story. JBL helps get him out of debt because he shows him how to how invest. Invest. Yep. You did say that. That's what gets him out, and then that's why he's happy, Corbin. And now he's under the tutelage of JBL. You could have you could have skyrocketed him to the top at some point. Matter of fact, even if you didn't want him to ever be the Universal Champion, now you can move him over to Raw where he takes this gimmick. Where they need it. They need this help. Because Drew McIntyre is still the shit. And I like Drew McIntyre. But right now, he's still. Mm-hmm. Because I don't... For the life of me, I can't understand how Drew McIntyre interjects himself with Bobby Lashley again. Dude, you can't fight for the fucking title. Why are you coming to make the save? When, when uh, Sheamus and what's name was uh, and Bobby Lashley was jumping. Who were they jumping? I forgot now. McIntyre? No, they no, no. Uh, they weren't jumping McIntyre. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I can't remember. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. It made no sense. It made no sense for him to come make the save. No, it couldn't have been Matt Riddle. No. Why am I saying Matt Riddle? Because I, I just thought about yeah. that. That's why I started looking down. Hold on. I know yeah. who they jumped. You got it. Because I don't. Damien Priest. Damien Priest. 
that's what I don't know why the fuck I just missed that whole thing yeah but why did it, why did they need why did he need to come make that save if anything Damien Priest just got his ass whooped and then he looks to finally take out Sheamus Sheamus gets his rematch for the US title or whatever Damien Priest beats him writes him off to do whatever other feud that he needs to get into and then Damian Priest goes on to start facing Bobby Lashley. Building that story. That's what they could have done. But instead they said, oh no, Drew, go out there. And do this. And then now I don't and yeah, now that's another thing I don't like neither, man. It's just now we're talking about it may be Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Possibly like they're gonna make them a tag team. Because once again, it's going to be an odd couple. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be a tag team. And they love to mirror what the men are doing. Like, oh, work there, we'll do it here. Yeah, fuck. Over and over and over again. But they've already done it. I know. With Shayna and Nia. I know. They didn't even like each other. I know. Because that's how teams are made, apparently. Yeah. Fuck. And it's just... They just booked themselves in these corners. And they, they got too long of a show... To actually book themselves in a corner and not write a proper storyline. It's just, that's dumbfounding to me. And my ugly sir is just still, I don't give a fuck. The man being the SmackDown Women's Champion. It's just what that is. How it went down from a couple of weeks ago, well, a week ago or so, at SummerSlam, and just me having to watch that shit. Again, like nobody in the back sat there and said, Vince, you a dumbass. I, I wish somebody would have, like, yo, you shouldn't have never did this. Becky shouldn't have never did it. So she should have said, No, nah, I don't like this. I'm not gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that's what she should have actually done. I get it why you did. You're gonna, you're gonna follow you, you, you a company person. And and I'm not and that's not this throw shade. Right, it's just saying. No, it's it saying like obviously you're gonna do what you're being asked to do. And maybe she did though. I mean, I can't sit there and, and say like, oh shit, she didn't tell them like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. Like they just don't seem right. Right. Um, because she probably could have voiced that opinion mm-hmm. and shit. But I definitely think that she should have said at the very least. No, we need to have a match. Like, we got to do that. Like, I can't just do this and just beat her. Like, we need to have an actual match and not beat her. Because you could always sell the story that Bianca wasn't preparing for her. She was preparing for Sasha. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. We've done this before. Just like how we just talked about how they recycle and mm-hmm. <laughs> with these damn tag teams, the odd couple, whatever, and shit. That's the same thing, though. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just, she didn't prepare for her. And the man is somebody totally different. So then, if Bianca turns around and beats her for the title... We're not sitting there thinking that it's coming out of fucking nowhere. 
it's like, oh, damn, she did hang with her. They did put on a good match. But the man is different. Mm-hmm. But this time I got your number. I just don't get it, man. But anyway, what's your ugly? My ugly is almost piggybacking off of that, but just I didn't like that the immediate booking was, okay, well, now Bianca Belair is going to be the number one contender. If, if it was so important to you to flip Becky to a heel by doing, you know, what you did, stand on it then. Mm-hmm. Run with that being the reason why Bianca deserves a, a, a rematch. Mm-hmm. There's no reason she should have to earn it again when she lost under, you know, conspicuous circumstances or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's just, you don't gain sympathy that way. I think they're, I don't think they understand that it's not so much sympathy as it's annoyance that we're going through that. When mm-hmm. all that had to happen was a good match. Yeah. And you don't have to do all this. Mm-hmm. But it's like they want to make a splash so much. I, one thing I was thinking about to myself is that they try to get so far from being wrestling and being sports entertainment that they forget that wrestling is what actually got yeah. everything where it's at. Like, why are you so afraid to have a 10-minute wrestling match to decide the champion? Why is it so much more important to make a splash and it be 20 seconds? That's just and pissing I like it was a knee, off. I felt like it was a knee-jerk reaction. Yes. To just like Simon CM Brock Punk Lesnar. appearing on Rampage. That's how I feel. Maybe you already had this in the plan, in the, in the books, but it still comes off like this is what it was. CM Punk appears, huge pop at the United Center, sell out the United Center and shit. So, oh, we're going to give you back your lunch. Oh, and by the way, Brock is going to challenge Roman. You end the show just like how you ended Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. And just feed Brock to Bobby. You want... See, listen... This is WWE's problem right here. Why can't both shows be the A show? I put it to you like this. This is like having kids, right? I don't want my son to be the smartest one and say, I'll tell my oldest daughter, nah, but I want you to just hang back. I want you to be dumb, though. Just because I, I want him to be the one that shine. I don't want you to shine, too. Right. No. I want you both to shine. Why the fuck would I want that? I want you both to shine. Why wouldn't you want Raw to shine, too? Right. And obviously, people booed. People cheered. They booed Goldberg. Matter of fact, when Goldberg came out, I'm pretty fucking sure... They were saying old bird. Go back and watch that shit. Especially if you got it before they changed the fucking the uh, chants. Mm-hmm. They were chanting old bird. They booed at SummerSlam. They were happy he lost. They were happy Bobby Lashley put his son in a hurt lock. Because he's just like, we don't. That's fan reaction saying we don't like this shit. He's not it. But when if Bobby would have had that face-to-face with Brock, people would have cheered. They would have been happy. Give them what they want. Yeah. Give them what they want. Instead, you said, oh, nope. 
we can't get Brock to to Bobby. We gotta give Brock to Roman. Let's do something different. <sighs> Fucking assholes. And I just don't get it, especially when you need that show to start getting more ratings. Mm-hmm. Cause they're not doing as well as SmackDown, obviously. You know that. Right. Um. And it ain't. And it ain't. McIntyre's fault. It isn't Bobby's fault. Is what they're doing with the show. It's how they're writing. If anything, Raw should have been an alternative to SmackDown. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. You have a chance to do something different, but yet you want to try to do the same thing on this show that you're doing on this show, but the writing is nowhere near where it should be. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, anyway, you got anything else to add, sir? That was it, sir. All right, so we're just going to wrap this shit up. Be sure to check out 1515 and the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, or Stitcher, or any other podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1515 now. You'll find podcasts such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurring the Truth. Uh, go ahead, click on the Amazon banner, go support the site. Um, hope everybody enjoyed their Labor Day. Enjoy that fucking day off if you have it. Um, and if you don't have it, call in sick. Fuck that. Because it's Labor Day. Your ass ain't supposed to be at work. That's the whole point of the fucking day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so shit. No labor. Uh, yeah. Um, and with that said, it's me, Stir the Pearl. It's Miller. And we out. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, and The Other. Thank <laughs> you.